0: It
1: feels like the first
2: time. It feels like the very first time. It feels like the first time. It feels like the very first time. Hey, everybody! Welcome! (laughs) (laughs) What? Why are you laughing?
1: I don't know. This won't stay up. Before we go, can you help me with this? Oh, it won't
2: stay up. You're right.
1: Yeah, what do I do?
2: Just let it hang low.
3: You have to pay it. You have to give it a little attention.
2: <laughs> you got to oh tickle the God. balls a little bit. Oh yeah, just God. do that. That's fine. That'll be fine.
3: <sighs> you have to let it know that you know it's there.
2: Guys, welcome. Welcome to the return of the first time show, uh, remote quarantine edition. As you can see, Brett Register is here, and Alana Ficus is here. And if this is your first time joining us for this podcast, uh, I'd love to give you just a quick little explanation of what we're doing here. Um, we're going to be watching the entire series of The Leftovers, HBO's The Leftovers, and we're going to have a great time. And the reason why we're doing this is because we had such a great time was with- a curt,
3: concise rundown. <laughs> What's that? So that was a really concise rundown.
2: Thank you, Brett. I felt pretty good about it.
3: I think it says everything we need to say, It's this is their first episode.
2: Yeah, it totally does. We did this with Lost, and we had a lot of fun. And basically, it's not your typical kind of, like, review show. It's like we, um, we play clips, and we tangent, and actually, I don't know. Maybe there are other shows like that. But we did it really well when we did Lost. And uh, what a perfect show to really just kind of, like dig into in the uh in the two in the later 2000s well not later 2000s but in the uh what later 2010s is? the later 2010s anyway thank you Alana <laughs> so um this season Alana and Brett and myself will be watching The Leftovers and the way we'll do it is is we're doing two episodes at a time until we're finished with the entirety of the three season series So, Brett, have you looked into how many episodes are in the first season? 15. There's 28 total episodes.
1: There's 10 episodes in the first two seasons each.
3: 28 total
1: episodes. So that means there's only eight episodes in season
3: three. Yeah.
2: Wow. Okay, cool. We have
3: 14 weeks ahead of us. And that's why I was saying... It matches up with a potential calendar.
2: Oh, yeah. Brett's got an idea about the next show already, but I'm real nervous about it. I'm nervous. But it's too early to talk about that. Guys, we're talking about a great show called The Leftovers. And here's a little background on The Leftovers for me. I did not read the books. It's one book, I thought.
3: It's the Bible.
2: Uh, Maybe it is one book. But uh, I was all on board because I love Damon Lindelof and I've loved Damon Lindelof since Lost. Shout out to Lost.
3: One of those episodes to uh, be available. Uh, what? One of those episodes can be available again.
2: When? You're asking me? On yeah. the air, you're asking me?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we get Ryan on that immediately? <laughs>
2: We're trying to figure it out, because right now it's like, this is living on the Valleycast channel. and um, Oh, that's right. It's kind of strange, because it's like, if you were subscribed to the Valleycast, you're probably... You just
3: got served a four-hour masterpiece. Ser- <laughs>
2: you got served a four-hour masterpiece of some of us currently on the podcast right now watching the four-hour... Nearly four hours, Zack Snyder, director's cut of the Watchmen film. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of a mix-up, the how we're even doing this, and we're trying to figure it out. Like, I think we'll probably just have to buy another SoundCloud account and then start to use that as, like this podcast that way we can have the the album art thing and the analytics and all that important stuff we'll need if this is going to be a thriving popular show or at least a thriving show the goal is like i
3: wish we had one more screen here that was just (laughs) owen's empty apartment
2: (laughs) we could probably have somebody render that and just put it cut it in there um, oh,
3: yeah, and then he just disappears
2: <laughs> Yeah But um, I'm having a great time uh, Doing this again With you, Brett Brett, this is your second time Brett and I are veterans Yeah,
3: that's the, that's the description of the podcast Is This is an excuse for me and you to hang out And for you to convince me to watch shows That I didn't watch
2: Yeah, and Brett And so this the original spirit of the show was Like, someone loved it Someone hadn't seen it And someone's never seen it and it turns Wait, out that that's a someone really... hadn't
1: seen it, and someone never seen it. Is, is that, that
2: what I said? That's yeah. right, Alana. Someone hadn't seen it. Someone will never see it. And someone saw it. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just kidding. Um, okay. For lost, we someone did have has, somebody emailing. Someone has seen it, never watched it, and someone has never seen it, and then someone uh, didn't like it. Okay. So we we tried to follow that format and then we got interested in a bunch of other shit and then we got really cocky and did things that you'll never hear or see of again. And uh, now we're kind of back to the format, but uh, except we're not quite following that format because I have seen the show and I love it. Alana watched up until the second season. How far into the second season did you get?
1: Most of the way. I think I finished the second season... But and I liked the first two seasons, but um I got really angry at it and that's why I didn't do season three.
3: Would so you, you say you didn't like it? Yeah. So Whoa. It does it fit. It
1: does Whoa, fit. Oh shit, right. it does fit. Alana, what? I didn't
2: know you didn't like it. Um, it's
1: not that I didn't like the filmmaking. I just thought they were fucking with our emotions too much. And I was like, all right, fuck you then. I'm not watching. I
2: mean, it's a very compelling show. It's very incredible. Very compelling it's very season well one. Made. Very well. Hold on teasing a second. You. Hold on a second before you get too deep into how you felt about season one. <laughs> there are some people here, including many listeners, who have not seen the show at all. Okay. So the way we'll do this is is kind of like what we did with Lost, which was. We're not going to spoil anything.
3: We're of not going to move of ahead. Course, of course, of
2: course. We're not going to talk about the first season as a whole. Because you know, I haven't seen it. Because well, I do not seen it, and a lot of people haven't seen it. And as a matter of fact, with you saying you don't remember, I don't fucking remember. I, yeah, I don't
1: remember details. I just remember the feeling I had after season one, because there was like a year break or whatever, and the feeling I had after season two.
2: That's all I remember. Well, it's like, you know, what we'll find is, is and we'll really stay away from like the illusion of like how we felt about the whole thing, but... I mean, I'm just going to go out and say that I love it. But I loved Lost going into the Lost show also. So I I think it's okay for me to admit that I just absolutely loved this series. I thought it was incredible. And I think it's going to be really interesting to watch with you guys. Because, you know, I mean, it's it's fun sci-fi Lindelof, you know? And it's like, it's a good time. And if you loved Watchmen, Lindelof's Watchmen... Um. then you'll probably really enjoy this because it's very similar.
3: I was going to ask you, what was the conversation around this show like? Because when we did Lost, you guys talked a lot about the week-to-week dialogue that I was missing out on by watching it now as opposed to when it came out.
2: Mm. Um. I mean, we definitely were talking about it, and I think people were talking about it, and then the whole first season was like pretty buzzy. And then the second season rolled around, and a lot of people got upset. Oh, like me. And um, <laughs> and you know, and I think and, and I totally understand why, but uh, we'll get to that eventually. But um, I think that if there were to be a weak season in this three season series, personally, I feel like two probably is, but I still love it and uh, we're going to get to it real soon and I'm very excited about it. But anyway, so um, Brett, why didn't you it's... watch Leftovers? Uh, um,
3: I don't I, I don't remember. I to- it totally went. It came and went.
2: Yeah, because it was a short little stint.
3: Yeah, I don't know why. I, I had no reason why I did or didn't. It just didn't happen.
2: It premiered in, on HBO. <laughs> On June 29th, 2014.
3: Yeah, but I also hadn't seen Lost at that point. So everyone was talking about Lindelof's new show, and that didn't mean anything to me at that point.
2: You know, I guess I I call it a a sci-fi, but I guess it's more like a supernatural... Because the wiki is saying it's a supernatural mystery drama. I
3: would say, like, yeah, spiritual fiction.
0: Ooh,
3: um, <laughs> that's what I my was favorite say James is Brown song. this as the new Lindelof show, which is great and what it is, but if I had heard it was Pete Berg's show, I would have been excited and probably. Did seen
2: you it. not know his involvement no, at all? I didn't know oh, he had anything a, to do with what it. What a treat! Who's Pete Berg? Is he?
3: How many episodes does he direct?
2: Um, that's a good question, and okay. I believe I don't know if I'm ready to answer it yet. Okay, fair enough.
3: I like that he showed up in the first episode and then was dead by the second episode.
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Who's Pete Berg?
3: He's the director, but he also was one of the guys. Um, he's the guy that the hugger kissed in episode two. Oh, the dead guy. But he directed and produced it. But he also directed and produced uh, Friday Night Lights. He did the movie and then he did the TV show. But he's done a bunch of stuff. So many
1: guy that ask. the hugger kissed.
3: <laughs>
2: I've actually I've got quite a few things on. What am I looking for? Writer, director, or producer? The guy that the hugger kissed. That's the title for you're P- looking for. For
3: Pete Berg, the, yeah. I want to know how many he directed. So directed. I was wondering because he directed the, these both of these. Well,
2: no. If we're gonna talk about what he things that he's directed, yeah. He directed Hancock. That's right. I loved Hancock.
3: He directed Battleship as well.
2: I didn't see Battleship. Is that I, There's something... highs
3: and lows in his <laughs> filmography. But I love what he did. with Friday Night Lights <laughs> as a TV show, I felt like reestablished like, you, what a TV show could be.
2: Do you oh, really want to cool. know how many episodes Peter Berg directed of The Leftovers?
3: I was just curious if he came in, directed these two as if they did both of these as a pilot and then never directed another episode or if he actually shows up throughout or if he directed every episode
2: it says he directed two total episodes
3: yeah okay that's kind of what i figured because he probably had to go make movies yes he had to go make deep water horizon
2: <laughs> um all right well alana what is your experience with the leftovers give us a short what is summary. your experience with being leftover what is your experience with being a Thanksgiving leftover?
1: When it first came out, I loved it. And I would like look forward to it every week. It was a treat. I was in a job that was like 24 hours a day. Insane. And this was my one special treat. So I have like a real emotional connection to season one being like, I remember laying in this tiny room in this tiny bed and there's one TV on the wall, obviously just one, but like, there wasn't a lot in the room. Wait, we were working
3: you. We You're I was 24 hours a day. Well, I was,
1: a
2: tiny working, with a tiny TV. I was
1: working a long ass job, long hours job. It wasn't specific hours. It was just like you work until the shit is you know, done.
2: You one of them long ass jobs. It's just one of
1: those film production <laughs> jobs that are like, I was directing and producing and so I was just in charge of everything and we didn't have enough people or budget or anything so I was just working constantly one of those
2: Isn't it weird that you can see the same poster in my background and Alana's background? <laughs> <laughs>
1: the
3: way it's the way it is on my screen is is completely wrong. Is it that... looks like Alana's sitting outside.
2: <laughs> That's great. Um so Alana are you excited to like rewatch this show?
1: Yeah, except it's it's it, I I left the show with a bad taste in my mouth, and so and it's a, a very mystery like such a mystery show. And but you don't
3: know what what how it ends.
1: Nope, and like uh, you don't
3: know. I don't. Not know. that you didn't see it, but nobody spoiled it for you. No
1: one spoiled it. I don't know. I don't. I want to watch it to find out. But so watching through again, I can tell
2: you all how it how it ends right (sighs)
1: now. (sighs) (laughs) Save (laughs) us. Save us.
2: uh, Let's just jump right into that. Let's just talk about the end of it. Yeah.
1: Well, that's what I feel like the whole time I'm watching it. I'm like, okay, I had to sit through this and I didn't get the answer. So just tell I feel like I played this game already and I didn't figure out the end. So, like, just tell me already. It's unfortunate, but that is how I'm feeling while I watch. I'm like anxious as fuck. Just like, all right, tell me.
2: But are you enjoying it?
1: I'm starting to. I'm what I'm really enjoying is what my mind is choosing to fill in the blanks now as compared to what happened in 2014.
2: But I also feel like we're getting like a lot out of it too. Like even you were saying <clears throat> while we were watching this, you were like, "Wow!" After watching the Star Wars prequels, this is like a masterpiece. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. it's Did you watch it... the Star Wars prequels
3: after Twilight?
2: Yes. And this is the why, second why time. I...
3: Doing this to yourself during quarantine. And this
2: is the second time I've watched the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> Mine too. In like three months. Oh.
3: I still haven't watched The Rise of Skywalker.
2: Please wait and let's watch it together. Yeah.
3: Okay. We'll celebrate the end of quarantine with <laughs> what I'm told is a pretty mediocre installment in the Star Wars franchise.
2: All right. So <clears throat> let's just jump right into the show because um, we I think we've done enough explaining and I think we've this all. Is a
3: good, this is good for the prologue? I think it's a great <laughs> prologue, yeah, because we're going
2: to jump around a lot.
1: You what? didn't say what you think. You just said you like it.
2: Oh, I loved it. I loved the show. I understand why people didn't like this or that, but I felt like that watching this show to me felt like watching a grown-up Lost. Like, if Lost is like a young teen that's full of energy and really has all these really cool, fresh yeah. ideas... Uh, then this is the grizzled, like um adult mature version of it. Oh. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you can definitely feel the same mechanics at you know, at work. Totally. Putting this thing together. Which is
2: interesting because Lost has so much of cues in it also. And like um Jack Bender and, and Javier. And Javier. Lost and, has so
1: much what in it?
2: Hughes? No, uh Carlton cues. Different colours. Oh, and, uh, you know, and it's such a collaboration, but you can really feel a lot of Damon Lindelof's um, you can just feel his uh, storytelling, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what it is that about how you can really feel that in the leftovers already. And we're only two episodes in. And if
1: it, I mean, it's, it is masterful filmmaking. Outside of having just seen the prequels, so it's a very dramatic. <laughs> no, it shift. totally. Well, is.
3: he's also. I mean, they've. He's like mastered the idea of like peeling the onion. Yes, being yeah, like hundred percent, giving you the feeling that we're all going somewhere, but you're only going to get little pieces of information. Each if week. you
2: have yeah. that figured out and you have a really good cast, then you've got a shot at making something really good. Yeah, but not just that. Personally, yes, you, (laughs) Brett, or Alana. I'm talking to you and I'm talking to both of y'all. I'm talking to everybody right now. Um, All right, well let's let's not get too deep into like off the track because we could just jump right into episode one, titled Let's do it, pilot. It's actually called pilot.
1: What a stupid title.
2: And it's not, though. All these titles mean something. And I remember watching the series for the first time and getting a really, like, cool, Lost-style ARG feeling about everything.
3: What's the second episode Is like, Something 1, Penguin 0? Yeah, Penguin
2: 1, Us 0. Yeah. And is that because the the punching Penguin? Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I think but, so. But why? I don't know.
1: Because people's frustration I'm not that and deep anger. deep in the yet. <laughs> people's frustration <laughs> and anger is getting a point and people achieving whatever, living happily, is not getting a point. I don't even
2: like onions.
3: You should give onions a try.
2: Onions?
3: <laughs> onions.
2: young. Wait, I'm trying what, to... What's
3: happening with your screen? What do, do you, you
2: think's th- happening with it? Steve's playing with our light. I got a I got a ring light and I'm playing with it. Uh, and as you can see, he's lighting himself. I was wondering well, how you both
3: were changing at me. the same time
2: because <laughs> we're in hell. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, I so the first episode is posture. called Pilot, and I remember there being like, "Man, you guys are in for a treat" because there's really a lot of like things coming up that were like real world things, and then HBO started to send people like. Stuff from the show.
1: Oh, Steve told me about this
2: care package he got from HBO. Dude, HBO and I had like a thing going on when this show was on, and I what, ha- what did was you do to so HBO? Happy. To upset them? You know, I don't. I I don't know what I did, but I wanted. I wish I could do it again somehow, because uh, I really was on their radar for leftovers marketing stuff, which was really fucking cool because. I got a lot of cool stuff. And I'll show off some some things uh, that I got. Because um, they're fun, you know? I don't know. Whatever. I loved it. I thought it was really cool. They really got me. Because they, like, uh, what was one of the... Oh, they sent me a burner phone with the little smiley face on it. And it, and it had, like...
3: Really cool. That's really
2: cool. Yeah. And it had, like, texts from Holy Wayne. <gasps> oh, that's cool. I
1: didn't know it had that.
2: Yeah, and it would just be, like be mindful and never, like, give up your truth. And Don't then, like, say
1: any more lines of his.
2: Brett is in the total dark. Well, whatever. You know, just the kind of shit he was saying in the episode. But we'll get to that. So let's talk about Pilot. And let's talk about this show. And let's talk about – because remember, Brett, when we did Lost, there were people not watching the show and just listening to the podcast. Yeah, so
3: it starts with what uh, appears to be the rapture. Correct. Am I wrong? T- was it – Were they trying to be like, no, no, it's not the Rapture. It's something else.
2: I mean, there's nothing else to call it. When when this show came out, people were like, hey, are you watching that Rapture show?
3: But I feel like no one in the show is talking about
2: that.
1: Yeah, I didn't. Well, I mean. I didn't perceive it that way.
2: Well um there Christopher Eccleston's character um shout out to one of the Doctor great Hill. Doctor Who's.
1: Wait is the rapture a bad thing or a good thing? Well the rapture is like all It's bad the...
3: for the sinners, Lana. Yes.
1: Okay cuz I'm not like a What's
3: well, bad for person. the
2: if you're a good Christian, you have you to are, be saved. Well, it depends on which
3: saved. version of Christianity you're you're uh, subscribed to. But pick your poison. When I grew up, you had to you had to accept Jesus Christ into your heart, and then mm-hmm. when the rapture came, you got to take off, and everyone else who didn't got stuck. Wait, here. let me write Four this down. Four horsemen of the apocalypse. What now? You write this down? Yeah, I gotta write it down. <laughs> This is important information, Alana. Don't you dare cackle. And uh,
2: Jesus Christ.
3: Um, Cooked rice. But if I remember correctly, if I remember Sunday school correctly, during the time before the actual Revelations apocalypse, you could still accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and
2: Savior and be saved. Yeah, you could repent.
1: So it does sound like it's referencing that in the first two.
2: Well, I mean, the whole thing is like it certainly seems like a rapture concept, right? Cause like the rapture is literally kind of what happens in, in this show is just people yeah. just kind of like are taken to, you know, heaven or whatever. And uh, well, I guess what I no, was confused, I didn't
3: feel like the show was drawing. Well, No,
2: from- but yeah, that's the thing. It's like, that's where this whole thing is kind of like interesting. Cause you're not sure if that's what it is or not. I and, think
1: the show's referencing it a lot. I think well, a lot Eccleston, of people are well, thinking the, that. like
2: I was going to say, like Christopher Eccleston's character says, um, these it guys wasn't, are shitty. He says, it wasn't the rapture. You guys are out of your minds, like it wasn't the rapture. So it just seems like there's a lot of people that all have. Well, there's have- a lot of,
3: if I remember correctly, we should get someone who actually knows what they're talking about. Uh, a rapt- You're talking
2: started. about getting a rapturologist?
3: We need a rapturologist. But if I, I think <laughs> there's a certain number of things that have to happen before the rapture.
2: Oh, oh? really? No, Alana, Owen's a raptorologist. Oh, yeah. excuse me. <laughs> we'll save
3: that for the Jurassic World Watch one.
2: <laughs> that one, Owen's chomping at the bit for. Literally, he's chomped through just like a dinosaur.
3: I do feel like we lost Owen. In the rapture before we started this <laughs> podcast.
2: So anyway, only one. so 2% of the world's population disappears. That's what the show, that's where you're thrown into in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's, you get. That's
3: why they think that um, it's not the rapture because it would have been more people.
2: Right. Oh, um, okay. But uh, and then we're we're thrown three years later into a place called Mapleton, New York. New York. And we are introduced to the fine piece of ace, Mr. Justin, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> Steve
1: is saying that because the whole episode long, I was like, he's so hot. Oh, please. Man, like, you're the hot.
2: first to discover that Justin Trudeau is hot as fuck. I'm Did just saying, like like you're
3: emphasizing Justin right Trudeau. Like, hot or not, I don't know if I would care as much about this show if it wasn't Justin Trudeau. I feel like he's bringing a lot. He's also
2: such a good actor. And by the way, he is the perfect person for this role. Oh, Mm -hmm. And he's just absolutely, he's, this is his like greatest thing that he's done, I think.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. I, I did, feel like your highness uh, is number one, but get be- out of here with your <laughs>
2: <highness>. <laughs> I thought I was like, great, he's gonna be all Tropic Thunder on me. And by the way, this handsome gentleman in this in the uh loose sweatpants, um, Justin Thoreau, um, wrote Tropic Thunder. Yeah. And Iron Man two. And Zoolander Two. <laughs> and Brett.
3: Uh huh, go for it. No, you showed don't. up and was he in Tomb Raider 2?
2: Yeah, one of those. Yeah. Anyway, he's great and he's perfect and he's so great in the show. And, and he was
1: in one of the um, Charlie's Angels in the two thousands, wasn't he?
3: Yeah, Full Throttle. Dude, when we were doing promote, when we were doing press for Your Highness, I got to to meet Justin Theroux and I oh, can tell yeah. you that he is as dreamy in person. Yeah. Uh uh and he's absolutely fantastic. Did you consider kissing his lips? He really lips? is like He yeah, I I really was trying to think I was like picturing other people in it like Jason Bateman and like a few people and I'm like I wouldn't I wouldn't care.
2: Right. Somehow I
3: care because it's him.
2: Well, he just seems like the kind of guy that'll just take care of you. <laughs> Can't argue. Yeah, I yeah. All right. I just well, listen. That
3: I I want to. I it's like I want to watch what is going to happen to him.
2: Okay. So, He's... Brett, you you yes. loosely know knew what the show was about, right, before coming into it?
3: Uh, just that much. The it's okay. the Rapture show. So,
2: having seen the pilot episode, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts? Like, what did you think of that opening?
3: Well, here is. First of all, I I watched the pilot last week. And then watch episodes right, today. I quit.
2: Today. We got it. I'm not doing this no, show. No, no, it's anymore. great because it gave me a week <laughs> to
3: digest. Um, I because uh, we thought it, we were. It was almost this. like with when we were watching Lost. I was trying to figure everything out and piece everything together. The experience of watching the pilot of Leftovers was the complete opposite. Where I was, I I made my peace with the fact that I wasn't going to know much, and that I was going to have a lot of questions and. In that, I really enjoyed it and was just like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with this guy uh, in the darkness with. Uh, trying to think of his name, the the guy, the senator, he's from Friday Night Lights. I was trying to think of his character name. I'm not going to get there.
1: Boy Senator
3: Garrity, something Garrity, Buddy Garrity. Which character is he? He's the senator that gets in the van with the kid from Kaboom. I don't know anyone's actual name. I just know what they were in. Wait,
2: what What scene are you talking about?
3: Um, <laughs> In the first, like, 20 minutes of the show, the senator is dropped off in a car, and then he gets in a van with, oh, a, with a pretty man. Oh, the senator who's
1: going to the hug man. Oh, yeah. got it, got it. Yeah. Now we're
2: back. Yeah. I was now trying not to back. spoil that it was
3: hug man.
2: No, you can do that, because this is about the first two episodes. Uh, so
3: we're just that not talking guy, about he season was Buddy once. Garrity in Friday Night Lights. Okay,
2: the guy mm-hmm. driving I don't the truck. remember
3: the original point of this. The but, guy, the oh, guy- yeah, when he went to see that guy, and then he came out and he was all, his uh, <laughs> spirit had been lifted. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I actually, unlike Lost, I really enjoyed that I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, I'm going to enjoy the process of learning what's happening.
2: And what do you do? You have any theories?
3: Um, I mean, who doesn't like a good hug? You know <laughs> what I mean? I think maybe we just we we don't hug enough, and it took two percent of the population now. going away to learn that a simple hug is really all you need.
2: All you need is hugs. hugs. Do, 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 do. All, all you need, need is hugs. Is hugs his <laughs> <All I need laughs> hugs. Um, hugs. That so okay. So, but what do you think happened to everyone that disappeared? Um, sorry to get to give you get you right away with a gotcha question. Get you good Yeah. By the way,
3: Alana, Steve does this a lot. Oh. He'll he'll ask a question he knows the answer to and then sort of lords over you and the fact that he knows and you don't Cause know. Cause it's so fun. part of the podcast. We are we are following the format in that <laughs> yes, regard.
2: Yes, we are. Um,
3: what I think has happened is the a- aliens have abducted a sample size of humanity. And they're testing them to see where we are as a society. <gasps> and if we're ready to advance into the interstellar existence.
2: Hell yeah.
3: I don't. I if it's that, I'll be sad. But <laughs> the best I got.
2: Okay, so what do you what do you really think is it's it is
3: it's 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 the rapture and and uh, only two percent of people had it figured out right. Only two percent read the Bible correctly and got saved properly. Oh, I
2: love that. That's great. Wow. To get taken. Um. <laughs> That's great. Alana, what do you think happened to everybody?
1: The first time I watched, I thought I don't remember. I thought all all sorts of stuff. What I think this time This time I for the first time had a thought like what if uh either all the people who stayed are people who had wished others would be gone at some point like that mom wished her kid didn't exist or all the people who left are people who had wished to be away from all of this at some point or something like along that line like maybe there was some subtle thing that someone really wanted and if you've ever really wanted that when this moment came I don't know kind it of like in you.
2: Labyrinth when the when Sarah's like I wish the Goblin King would take you away and then the Goblin King takes her little baby brother Toby away.
1: Sure, but not just like any wish. Like there's a, a specific type of thing that all of these one 2% of the population had wanted. Like and a so,
3: Christmas
2: wish?
1: and Yeah, like a Christmas, Christmas wish. And so that you happened. You think Santa
3: Claus took all these people away?
1: <laughs> I don't think Santa Claus. I just think they like, you know,
3: I mean,
2: I'm for went it. Went away,
1: went to heaven or whatever the they're suggesting Alana, is. what
2: is the connection between The Leftovers and Santa Claus?
1: I mean, I think the 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 sci-fi in The Leftovers is the magic of Santa Claus.
2: Which
3: season does Krampus come in? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Will, the one thing I wanted to say, though, Steve, the difference between Leftovers and Lost is when I was watching Lost, a lot of the mysteries... I did feel like I didn't believe that they knew where they were going. They were uh, like laying seeds and they're like, we'll figure that out later. This I feel like everything is very is more deliberate.
1: Yeah, I feel that for sure.
3: And purposeful.
1: Yeah.
2: I I'm glad to hear you say that, Brett, because it's absolutely true.
3: I like to be right. So
2: <laughs> So let's talk, talk a little bit more. about uh the- I'll, be <laughs> the I'll be disappointed i'll be disappointed
1: if this is all like a religion thing frankly okay i'll feel like annoyed my, that i got sucked in
3: my favorite thing about the pilot is the one thing they tell you not to do when you're making i mean i guess it's a movie but it applies here is they're like don't kill an animal you can't open the box office if you kill an animal and they start the show by killing an animal and then end the show by just murdering a lot of animals yeah, yeah.
2: That's interesting. And that's, it seemed let's like talk a
3: deliberate move to make people upset.
2: What do you think's going on with these dogs? I mean, can you really trust dogs? You know, they're <laughs> I mean, I loved it when that one creepy twin was like, "Dude, it's like w- the dogs that witnessed someone disappear. Like, oh, oh it, yeah, I they love went that. crazy.
3: crazy. It's just you know.
2: I love that.
3: I I'm. The dogs are the dogs, but the deer is really confusing to me. Yeah.
2: Because yeah. it, like, thrashed up his place and stuff. What's going on?
3: I, I, Yeah. I love when he's like, were you in my house last night? <laughs> I wish I, I didn't pull that clip. I wish I had. I know, uh, I know.
2: That's a really good one. Because didn't you expect the deer to be like, no? <laughs> like, did you expect I, the deer I, to say something? I just was...
3: What's funny is watching two today and then going and pulling clips from one I had completely forgotten about the deer and yeah. so it didn't it didn't have a place in two which made me almost like pay more attention to it when I was pulling clips because I pulled the clip of it like dying in the front of his car and then I deleted the clip listen I it's don't insane. want to
2: spoil anything for you but there are quite a few deer yet okay. to come
3: well, of course, there's, there's what, 12? How many deer does Santa have?
2: <laughs> there's Dasher.
3: Okay, Dancer. Da-
2: da- da- Pantser.
1: Panzer. And, and
3: Vixen. Dixon.
1: Donner, Dixon. Cupid. Donner. Bon-
2: Bonnie. Bluther. Sean. Donner and there's Blitzen. There's one truther. Cra- Craig. What about Craig? K-R-E-G-G.
1: He's not a reindeer. What if... He's just a deer. Uh, right.
3: Anyway, I can't play in the reindeer games either. <laughs> all right.
2: Um The Guilty Remnant. What's the Guilty Remnant? <sighs> These motherfuckers in white, smoking siggies.
3: I know I couldn't get a piece of paper pulled out of my printer, but I was going to write I miss Owen. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's very um, great.
3: <laughs> this That's one of those things. What does it say on the wall when she, in the beginning when she's like brushing her teeth? It's
2: like, um, ah, shit, here, I'll look it up.
3: It's Says, like, we will not be forgotten. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Everything sucks. Be
1: depressed. The world sucks. We hate you. Um,
3: I don't know, but it's, it's, it's almost like I don't know what their point or purpose is. But there's an aspect of that group that I believe would happen in something like this where it's like people whose brains can't process what's happened. So they're like, let's do let's, let's, you know, let's follow some, yes. something else. Let's follow like these people, you know, I, I don't know. Well, cause it's, it's like, almost
2: like people just are suddenly like, okay, well I guess magic is real now. Or I guess some, I guess supernatural things are real now. Cause I, cause it's, it's, it doesn't make any other sense other than it's some kind of supernatural f- metaphysical.
3: Yeah. I mean, like, look at what we're going through now. It's like, it would right. be hard to fathom one year ago today going the entire world is going to not go outside. Right. And it's like, oh my God, why is there like a, is like the bubonic plague? Is it <laughs> right. there? It's like, no, and is like that how, really
2: going to save them?
3: Yeah. I'm like, some people think it's just a bad cold but everybody's staying inside and everybody believes in it. (laughs) Right. You told me that a year ago, you know, I would have been like, well, yeah, that would be crazy, but that's never going to happen. Right. Yeah. Now, you know, you watch kind of the different, how the different people are reacting to just this, you know, the coronavirus, which is so much. Milder. Well, I would say it's a lot, it's a lot more normal than people just vanishing off the face of the earth. Yeah. Um, You know, people have to, like, cope in their own way, I guess. And they have to, you know, I think the GR is a a group of people who are coping as best they can. I am interested in the connection of uh, Justin Theroux's wife being a part of it and how she ended up there. Yeah,
2: how crazy is that? And Why? it's Great so compelling story. it's incredible very, story it's such a good story and all the dialogue and fucking justin thoreau he's just like killing it
1: yep
3: um i want to make sure i didn't downplay corona i did compare it to the rapture
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't
3: backlash for downplaying corona
1: i hope i didn't downplay um, it i mean it but is not the same as two percent of the population disappearing
2: my question to you is my question what is going on with Kevin's son who um, is uh, Tom the
3: guy from Kaboom Yes what is uh, up with Tom Have you guys seen the movie Kaboom about the end of the world
2: <laughs> No that doesn't even He's sound It, he has it long, sounds like you're making hair. up a fake movie
3: No 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 it's it's very
2: Like if you if if like strange. 10 years ago you were like Dean Devlin is making a movie called kaboom i'd be like yeah
3: yeah it's 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 along those lines juno temple's in it oh i, I love juno it, temple yeah it's really worth watching
2: i like me at jt
3: i don't want to upset anybody but i would say it's it's be, it's a better watch than the twilight saga
2: <laughs> well that's not hard to believe um so what's going on with tom See, that's the thing is I don't know. What's going but on I with have, Holy I have Wayne?
3: I'm to not knowing. In my head, I'm like, I like the way that it's almost like a, the difference between this and Lost and why I say like Lost felt like they were just doing a lot of stuff and they would figure it out later. This feels so deliberate. Is stuff like that where I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Like we have Justin Thoreau as our central character. And then all the mysteries seem to be like building off of Justin Thoreau because we even find out like the – the, is she a congresswoman? or?
2: Yeah, she's like the mayor. Like
3: yeah, so she's with his father, and his father freaked out and went crazy. It, it's like he's like a central nexus of all of the mystery. Yeah, unlike, like, Jack wasn't the central point of every mystery and Lost, but right. I, mean, I feel like it's a really interesting way to make sure that we as the audience know, like, they're being very deliberate, and they're They have a big plan for this because they're making They're having us follow this one character and he's seeing this crazy deer and he's seeing this guy in a truck that may or may not exist. uh, Shooting dogs. And I don't know. It's like, so everything I'm just like, Ooh, that's interesting. That's his son. I don't know what's going on, but I'm okay. Not knowing right now.
2: Are you trying to be Eagle eared with all the like newscast stuff?
3: only the pickle one
2: oh. <laughs> Is that because I sent you the clip or whatever? Oh
3: no, I had already pulled oh, it. Oh,
2: of course you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I
3: definitely already pulled that one. I can't wait. Um
2: let's hurry up and get to clips.
3: I uh I'm I I'm really enjoying watching it. So I'm not looking too hard. Alana, you should know. I just let the show sort of wash over me. Yeah. I don't try to find the secrets.
1: Well, that's how I felt about season holds my one, feet also. To the
3: fire on him each week.
1: I feel like I'm in your boat for season one, or I was in your boat for season one. So we'll see how if that's different.
2: Aloha. Okay.
1: Well, I don't know how to do that yet. You
2: down by the video camera thing? Down
1: by the river bend. You
2: click the arrow next to it, and you go to virtual background.
1: All right. It's not All an right. improvement, Alana. Oh. <laughs> oh,
2: <man. laughs> oh um, you get dance thoughts? I don't know. Should I check? <laughs> Let's just discover together we um, need to, we need to know if we have dance thoughts. who knows, man we'll see. Um, we're we're not there yet we're not to dan's thoughts yet god damn it hold your damn horses brett hold your dan thoughts brett what did you think about the statue the creepy departure statue oh yeah (laughs) with the baby and the lady going bye-bye bye-bye baby
3: i feel I, i again i'm like yeah that's something someone would do
2: yeah, there would be totally. someone
3: who, who designs that statue and is very proud of that's it.
2: That's the other thing about the show. The cool thing is is like you're like, this is what people would really do. This is what would really happen yeah. probably. yeah it's a really smart look at what might really happen. And that's what I considered the show essentially, which was just kind of a character study about how people would react to two percent of the world's population just suddenly disappearing.
1: I feel the same way. It's very good.
3: We were re-watching Scream, the first Scream movie, and I was like, the first kid who got
2: killed... Wait, the first Scream movie is called Scream, and the second one's called Screams, right? No. (laughs) I just fell for that entirely. And then the the
3: last one's called Just a Few More Screams.
2: (laughs) Screams Resurrection. Screams Erection.
3: Um... But I was saying in Scream, when Drew Barrymore and her boyfriend were were murdered and then strung up in the tree, that would be it for that town. Like school would be canceled. No one would be allowed to go outside. Right, right. Very like (laughs) laissez faire. Let's have a party at this kid's house. And it it would be so. Everyone
2: would need deep therapy.
3: Everybody's making jokes at school. I'm like, no, no, no. Everyone would be very, very sad.
2: Brett, did you see um, Deep Therapy? So I do feel like
3: they're being authentic in this regard, and I like that.
2: Um, Yeah, no, totally. They totally are. And uh, part of why Lindelof is so magical, he's really good at that. And I think he he knows, he's just really good at writing, um... <sighs> Dialogue that would otherwise be really hard to believe from other actors and he, potentially. Yeah, there write. are so
1: many moments where I just looked at Steve and I was like, this dialogue's incredible. He just did he
2: write this how... episode? Um, Yeah, it was written by Damon Lindelof and Tom Parada. Oh, Tom. The oh, Tom. Author... It, I believe he's the author of The Leftovers. Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask you about the book. So you haven't read them? No. But I do know that the the show You just scared me to death. Oh shit, who scared, <laughs> scared you? The shit out of me. Who scared you? Jamie, do you see right here? Yes This
3: door just creeped open and Jamie's <laughs> head popped in
2: Hi Jamie Hi
3: We need a few more minutes <laughs> no Bad news about keeping this uh, podcast to an hour
2: well we're almost done we're at 45 right. we can push through. let's go
3: to episode two okay
2: great <laughs> we're recording Happy this Happy mother's day, mother's day. <laughs> so um okay the parade happens and the guilty remnant comes out and gets their asses kicked mm-hmm. and then uh and then we, we are introduced to nora what nora durst we're introduced to Nora Durst, one of my favorite characters, if not maybe my favorite character in the whole. Agreed. Damn
3: thing. You get a lot more of her in 2, right?
1: Yeah, she's so yeah. great. That's not a spoiler cuz her image is in the like thumbnail for the fil- for the series. Well, oh, and
2: then episode 2 is like um like an assault on out of Lana. What's that? He said to Lana's respect the to format. Yes, please respect the format. Um, we, we There's an assault on Holy Wayne's compound, and people are just getting shot to death.
3: Oh, we episode two now? Yes. Okay.
2: Episode two is called Penguin One, Us Zero, and was also directed by Peter Berg, so that must be it for him.
3: Do, do you think the show carries the same visual cadence from here on?
2: Yeah, yeah, and in some cases even more so.
3: Okay, good. But I'll miss Peter Berg.
2: We'll all miss him.
3: Both as the character and as the director.
2: Who do you miss more, Peter Berg or Javier Grigio Mark's watch? I you miss don't have to Owen answer that yet. More than any of them. <laughs> um, dude, did you notice that the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, Explosives, and Cults is the name of that bureau that was attacking Holy no. Wayne's compound? Did they show us that's that the name?
3: The, the Ye- people we started the episode with—the yes. woman, and, the
2: man, and
1: woman—yes. Where did they show us that that's their name? It was abbreviated on
2: the on the suit, potentially in that office. Oh, so are you spoiling it now? No, it says it here on the dang synopses. All right, whatever.
3: It's best not to question. Anyway, how not.
2: cool is that? There's like a bureau where they where cults
1: is part of their... That's very cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I can imagine in that world, cults
2: would need to be There's disbanded probably a much rise more. in
3: cults after the rise 2%. in cults.
2: Massive rise in cults. I saw rise in cults open for Death Clock. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Holy Wayne's place gets shot up, and all these uh, sex slave teenage Asian girls. Well, we think they're sex. I like think that that's what powers his hugs. <laughs> Wayne claims to need to have sex with teenage Asian girls to recharge his ability to supposedly. Hug people's pain away. This is
1: spoilers. He never said this. They're no,
2: only in the,
3: the office. Beginning.
2: In the of bureau, the they're bureau.
1: guessing this. They're Their
3: not claims, saying the, it. the guy when he's no, reading. No, they off said the that's what
2: his claims are. Dossier. That's what they know about Holy. Oh, Wayne. I thought that was yeah. someone's claims. No, not no, Wayne's that's claims. what they've they've been researching him. And all right, been, all right. They've been trying to get him. But what
3: I've what I've learned from spending time with Lindelof on Watchmen and Lost is I do feel like when he throws something out there that's like, this is ridiculous and seems like you're meant to believe like, oh, he was just wanted to have sex with underage Asian girls. At some point he's gonna tie that back in and be like, No, no, that's actually what powers him.
0: <laughs> in yeah. this
3: world, that is correct. <laughs> I feel like he always throws the like uh, the red herring out there as if it's meant to be well, ignored.
2: I, I'm really excited to watch this with you guys because after <laughs> watching Watchmen, you know you really just you see how much Lindelof has grown as a yeah. writer, creator, director, what have you, and mm. Leftovers is certainly a precursor to that. And you think
3: he, he struggles to watch Lost now?
2: I'm certain of it, especially because it got him to like leave social media for years Lost? and years and years. Yeah. Shit. Oh, that's because people just wouldn't leave him alone about the end of Lost, and then they started being a shit about uh, Prometheus. And
3: tell him so, I love the end of Lost.
2: I'll tell him. I'll tell him <laughs> myself. And um, I own
3: Prometheus in 3D. Dude, I just um, battled religious.
2: with. Do you know Roxy Stryer?
3: name sounds familiar she's
2: she's been in a bunch of stuff with us and she's a nerdy gal and she's great and her and i battled on some rotten tomatoes thing over lost
3: oh okay we had a lost i battle. thought you were gonna say over prometheus no
2: no <laughs> over lost and uh i don't want to talk too much about it because alana hasn't seen it yet but anyway we're getting off track here um okay. so many things happen in this episode including learning a little bit more about holy wayne's <laughs> thing where he feels he recharges his abilities, to, his ability to hug people's pain away, uh, using teenage Asian girls. So like you That's really that get Peaches' song, isn't it? <laughs> is there a song like that? Yeah, her song is "Fuck the Pain Away." Ah, oh, got it. Okay.
3: Oh yeah, I thought that was a Rise and Cult song, but you're right.
2: But isn't it kind of fun how Tom saves Christine? from holy wayne's compound by killing by shooting guy. the guy in the neck yeah and it's like your dad's a cop yeah like you're doing some real bad shit tommy boy it's insane it's crazy
3: and then the moment with him and the hugger guy really
2: is crazy the,
3: his mystery
2: holy wayne yeah
3: um, yeah i
2: mean he's just i mean what do you get what's the vibe you get from holy wayne right now brett
3: well, that's the thing is I don't trust him, but then in not trusting him, I feel like I should probably trust him.
2: <laughs> same. Alana, do you remember this story? I line?
1: didn't see enough. There's no end to the story of him, I
2: believe. Well, do you remember the season one stuff with Holy Wayne?
1: Vaguely. I feel the same way now after the first two episodes as I remember feeling.
2: Okay.
3: But do you remember the 25th night of
2: September? <laughs> um save it for your v for vendetta podcast
1: he seems (laughs) he seems like a classic cult leader (laughs) he really does just
2: seem like especially with the like keeping women and having sex with he needs to he has
1: like a certain amount uh very power seem very powerful seem scary seem manipulative also seem very truth-telling And seem like someone you want to be around, and who's going to get you somewhere, but also you're terrified to be
2: around. That's cult leader. And weird sex stuff. Got it. Kevin had a weird dream with uh, his daughter's friend. Oh yeah. In his bedroom, in his boudoir, leading him out into the snow, where his dog killing buddy is shooting at a guilty remnant. It seems. And his ex-wife, I think. I don't
3: know but I've only ever seen that girl play these types of roles. <laughs> I know. It makes me think that that is what she is really but, like. But can yeah. I be
2: honest? This is the first time I've seen her. Like like this was the first time I'd seen her. Oh really? Her. So I was like, "Wow, she's so good." And then I saw her in other things which which totally is like that character. So it's like
3: I've seen her in a couple of things and then I like the other girl, his daughter, from Death Note. I love Note. her. She's
2: great. From
1: what? What is she from? Death, Death Note.
2: Oh, Death Note. The Death oh. Note movie.
1: I don't think I've seen that.
2: Oh, man. We got to watch Death Note. Didn't we start watching it? It's the one with Willem Dafoe as that demon, and they, <coughs> write, they write the write A names. lot of people oh, don't, yeah, don't I like saw it. That. I saw that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. A lot of that.
3: people don't like it. She's uh, in that? Yes. Yeah, she's the But I really girl. like it.
1: Oh. This was my first I time really seeing her movie. when I watched this show. Um, I like that movie. That was a good movie.
2: I don't like horror though? movies, but I liked that. Uh Let's see. So Kevin, we see we finally meet Kevin Garvey Sr., the former police chief. Yeah, and we re- we great. learned that he kind of went nuts, and it seems like um... well, we learned
3: that in the first episode.
2: In the second episode, we hear him talking. When we see to him running wild something. through
3: the backyard naked. Right, but yeah. then
2: you talk. Then they talk a little more about uh, how Kevin Jr. has basically taken over his father's job. Well, we already dad, knew that too
1: because somebody called in episode one. The first interaction he has, somebody says he introduces himself by his name and she goes didn't you go crazy right right and he's, he's like, like oh no that right. was my his dad father. yeah right, right. so but
2: we then know he but then he was like at the home he was like how's my how's house the and then he said how's my job yeah. yeah so um there's a tension it seems between them and there's also man you really hope that that maybe he's okay, but then he starts just like literally talking to people in the room I still hope he's okay there
1: I'm hoping it's some kind of supernatural thing and that it's not just
2: gibberish well is that was that what you think it is Alana yes Brett what do you think it is
3: uh that's interesting I don't know i I just thought he was crazy I thought <laughs> yeah. he just broke
2: I think that what well, that's what you're meant to believe. Is that yeah. he's just basically crazy, but who is knows? Is that he's a
1: basic bitch?
2: It's a it's a Lindelof show. We'll never we won't know until we'll, until we know. Um, but it is interesting nonetheless. And then um, Jill and Amy, Jill is Kevin's daughter. Um, they see Nora at the coffee shop, and then she's got a gun in her purse. Ooh, now that's some soap opera drama going on there. What's she got a gun for?
1: And she has the coolest job for someone watching she this show. Does have
2: a pretty cool job if you're watching this show. Yeah, all but your like. But if that was your real job, that would. Suck no,
1: so not oh, in real yeah. life. But like, give me more Nora as <laughs> job the, while I'm the
3: watching. Coffee
2: mug off the table. Yeah, like a oh, cat. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that was cool. Yeah, she kind of cool. doesn't give a fuck, and she's she's a great character that I. But she's I really also enjoy. kind
1: of acting and leaning into it because she had a whole sob story about mm-hmm. her family. But also, I'm and sure she speech, does feel that
2: way. That speech. Was That's so what I'm saying. Good. The speech. That was so good. Um, and then they follow Nora to uh her client where she's we find out what she does, and it seems like they're taking some really strange questionnaire in order to be eligible for the uh <laughs> the, government money the departure your kid's debt there's like a departed. departure fund or something or like a what do they call it they called it uh a... it's government money
3: yeah it's which there totally would be it's like there a life totally insurance
2: would be. and uh and i love that it seems like the question she's asking she's like these are going to be really weird some of them are going to be strange but it's totally because like they're, probably, they're trying to find a pattern. To find they're a trying pattern. to find
3: like, oh, the people that were taking all right.
2: did this. They had, all had a gluten allergy. allergy or they all had this. <laughs> they all watched too much porn. Yeah, <laughs> they all went to Brazil. They all went to Brazil. Yeah, I love Obviously. that question because it's totally like that means that they're zeroing in on some lead where maybe that, yeah. having visited Brazil might have something to do with it, which is yeah. so fun because it's like – that this I like world the idea they they that
3: build. 2% of the population watched too much porn.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that 2% of
1: the population slept with too many or too few people. Right.
2: Or we're, yeah. di- or we're a dick or something or whatever it is. But I just love the world building in this show because truly if you're like paying attention to the little radio broadcasts and like – you know so You're good. really listening to things like that. You're really learning about this world where – we're we're kind of focused on obviously Kevin and and the things in his life and he seems to be the central character of the show um so we're not really gonna get like a lot of the government science world stuff there but you know it's there and you know it might come across Kevin's you know journey and that's when you get a little taste of like how the world is handling this this two percent thing, and it's really interesting stuff. And I, it makes me really excited. It's it's also a thing that I think Lindelof does very well, the world building, so well. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, okay, so and then um, they saw we saw what Nora's job is, which is super rad. And then um, and that the little daughter and her friend are like fucking up also it says here in the in the description or in this like synopsis that we learn that Nora is the sister of that um, Matt the guy that's like the priest that's handing out all the flyers we just see them oh, hog yeah, yeah. we don't learn their brother and sister yet it says here that they it says here that that we should know that this, from this episode Christopher. yes Christopher Eccleston I don't think so I think we learned it after um, and then it says Meg has been living in the Guilty Remnants Pledge House for several weeks and frustrated by how long it's taken oh, her how to become a Oh man, how great is Liv Tyler? Member. She's so great. Very is she great. like the
3: adult version of a Manic Pixie Dream Girl? <laughs>
2: yes, she's what happens when a Manic Pixie Dream Girl grows up.
3: <laughs> oh, she's so delightful.
2: <laughs> she is, she's a delight. And so what do you think about her whole thing with the Guilty Remnants?
3: I think that I think that they did a, I don't know what the purpose of it all is. Yeah, they they did a good job casting her boyfriend or husband or I just like, hate <laughs> yeah, him.
2: Me I, too. Know, I know I like it. yeah, I'd
3: want to get away from that guy too.
2: Dude, when he's singing in the car, you're like, oh God, just crash
3: he's, every second <laughs> he's on screen, he seems awful.
2: Yeah. <laughs> even his hair,
3: yeah, his look, all of it. It's just all right. It, it, I don't need to know what she's trying to get away from. Because I'm satisfied with her wanting to just get away from him.
2: Let's do really quick closing thoughts on the first two episodes. Then we'll do clips. Then we'll do emails. And then we'll get out of here. How's that sound? Yeah. That sounds like a podcast. Brett loves it. (laughs) All right, Brett. Closing thoughts on the first two episodes of The Leftovers. Are you in, baby? Are you buckled up? Yeah, I'm definitely
3: in. I, uh, I, you know, like I said, I, I feel very like common it's casual it's like a vacation walk <laughs> yeah lost i felt very worked up i really enjoyed uh being on the island but overall the mystery stressed me out this i feel like i'm i'm coming at it very differently so i feel ve- i I'm, I'm at peace with it all
2: and there hasn't been like a walkabout episode yet which was lost yeah
3: I, I guess i say all that and we're Really early in this,
2: you just wait, man. There's quite a few incredible episodes in this series, and one in particular, I cannot wait till we get to, which I can't really remember what season it is. But and that's the I'm other just thing, excited because so
3: few episodes. I feel like all the mysteries are going to come hard and fast.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh. You, you basically get, you do get a lot, which is really great about the show. I'm really, I, I am, I was really impressed by that at the end of the day, but not without putting too much out there. But um, something I wanted to get get across really quick is that I don't remember much about this show. Like I remember certain storylines and I'm remembering things and I'm piecing things together. But for the most part, it's kind of like when I rewatched lost, like there were a lot of things. Mm. This is my first rewatch of the leftovers. So it's really like a chance for me to kind of like take a step back from discovering this show and really, letting everything unfold in like a mystery kind of, you know, in the onion way, like Brett was saying. But now I kind of remembered things, so I get to sit back and kind of like, you know, I'm even more chill than Brett is right now, um, which is really exciting. But I'm very excited about it. But um, yes, very excited. Love that we're rewatching it. It feels really cool. I cannot wait till we get to some of the better episodes or the other episode. Not better episodes, but some. No of the pressure.
3: Next. But my brother in law is rewatching Lost right now.
2: Whoa, really? Yeah. I tried sure, to get Alana to jump into watching Lost. You what? Well, let's
3: save it for the podcast, guys. Because <laughs> now we're on this Valley cast network.
2: Well, Feels like we should
3: go again. I did this Lost battle, battle and I was ride.
2: like, Alana, let's watch Lost, and she's like, No, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready. No, 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 I said
1: we're we're not even halfway through Star Wars, the series yet, and we're doing leftovers. Let's finish something and then we can watch it. I've been
0: uh, asking. I was, you was for looking years, for
3: the next book I want to read, and I was reading synopsises, and one, the first line was it's lost meets gossip girl. And I was like, no, nah, I don't have to read anymore. <laughs> like, I, I'm definitely going to read that.
2: <laughs> oh my I was gosh. like, I don't even know what
3: that means. That's wow. those are two very different things. And I'm excited. Um,
2: Alana closing thoughts on these two episodes.
3: And um, are I you excited
2: to go I'm ec- through? I'm excited.
1: I'm more angry at the things that bothered me this time. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just annoyed as fuck at the guilty remnant. I'm like, you guys are just being assholes all the time. I don't like it when people are assholes to themselves when they make themselves feel bad for no reason seemingly. So, that's weighing weighing on me. But besides we- that, holy
2: waning. That's holy
1: waning on me. <laughs> but besides that, I'm buckled up. I'm in. I cannot wait to get to season 3. And I can't wait to...
2: Because season three is completely uncharted territory. For
1: yes. You. Like, and you're
2: pretty sure you watched all of season two? Pretty sure. We'll find out. We'll find, find out. out. But wait, wait, let me finish. That's but...
3: the mystery of this podcast.
2: <laughs> that is the mystery of this podcast. <laughs> well, there's <are> several mysteries. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, I think it's particularly cathartic to watch this right now. Like, I think there are some movies and shows that are too much about weird things happening in the world where it doesn't feel cathartic. It just feels depressing to watch while in quarantine. Like it's too similar, but I think this is similar enough in that the world is just totally different in a way that you've Mm -hmm. never experienced before with the entire world, but it's not as extreme as the complete mystery of 2% of the population disappearing. So I feel like because our situation feels milder in shock, um it's cathartic to watch right now well I, yeah, love I think that. the
3: biggest difference is like we I as a society I think we all believe that everything will go back to normal yeah, eventually exactly that you that's know we'll the find hope. the cure blah, blah, blah. with this it's like you know you just you have to some groups think everything will go back to normal and some groups think that it never will yeah you know and I think that's a big differentiator.
1: What if they're just all on that Mars planet with Captain whatever, what's his name?
2: The blue boy? Dr. Manhattan? <laughs> what if all everyone, all 2 Oh, the yeah, 2%... what if they're, all oh, they're on Europa, Island. you mean? What? Yeah, they all if just Leftovers went If Leftovers dovetails into
3: Lost, I'll be really excited.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well, let's uh, let's get into clips. How about that? Does that sound good, everybody? Hi.
3: I'm so excited.
2: Let's do it. Oh. We're going to get a ding oh. on YouTube. We're going to get a ding Cue on... it up.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cue it up. <laughs> I love cutting to a clip. That's my favorite. <laughs> I hadn't heard that one in a while. I was listening. I was listening to the, to the clip.
3: <laughs> we in the wave.
2: Yeah, yeah, Brett, we join! Who's whose hand this are you doing? It's not joining entertaining for anyone listening to the podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, but it's cool because we've right. never had video. Before. I'm really
3: excited about the clips because Owen said we wouldn't find any clips.
2: I know. Owen Owen's so wrong because we got quite a few good ones. So Brett, I'm gonna go through yours first. This one this first one's called Dad. Yeah. Do you want to set it up? It's
3: from the beginning of this this program.
2: All right, well, here we go. Here's Brett's clip called Dad. Oh, that, no! Is that what Schwarzenegger's kid or uh, Sylvester Stallone's, Stallone's kid said. says in the new Judge in Demolition De- uh, Man? New Demol- Jesus, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> That's a great clip, Brett. Great that was start. special for
3: Chris McCaleb.
2: This is a, this is. I'm already feeling like we've got a great start to the show here. Uh, I'm not worried about the clips as much anymore. Okay, so here we go. Next clip is called Pickle. You want to set this one up? this is the one we both wanted
3: yeah i didn't i didn't leave it as long as you wanted
2: oh no okay even in the even in the other batch right oh no because he i says... just made an
3: executive decision and moved moved forward with my life
2: okay all right well i appreciate that here's the clip this
1: is dusty bob and this one goes out to boone who lost his lovely elise at the cracker pickle three years ago today Elise, we don't know where you are we
2: sure do
3: hope there's pickles up there. <laughs> the cracker pickle.
2: Jeez. Like a cracker barrel or something?
3: Yeah, that's not a... That, no. No one's going to stop at
2: that. <laughs> we sure hope there are pickles wherever you are. I'd stop there. Especially the they got... We got teriyaki pickles. We got pineapple pickles. We got Ooh. sweet and salty butter pickles. You're
1: actually making me want to eat some pickles. Right? Yeah.
2: All right. Next clip is called choke. Got a set up here, Brett. I don't remember. It's, Great.
1: I know which scene it is. Here
2: it comes. So I mean, are you going to choke me or what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I told Steve we should have pulled that clip and he goes, I'm sure Brett did.
3: <laughs> that's the kind of confidence that ladies respond to guys. <laughs> you want to get some weird stuff done in bed. That's how you got to come.
2: All right, the next clip is called Clown. Oh,
3: yeah, this doesn't need a setup. up. She always says the parade. Uh, pr- it's the kids' love No fucking clowns. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, play it again. That okay, let's play, play it again. Let's play it again. What's up with the clown? Uh, she always says the parade. It's the kids' love No
1: fucking clowns.
3: <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ.
3: Jesus
2: <laughs> Christ. <laughs> no fucking clowns. She's that is Christ. such a good Great job, Brett. Oh, fuck. Okay. This next clip is called House. Any setup? I don't remember. Okay, here we go.
0: How's my house?
3: Paul broke down the fence in the backyard. Fucking moron. <laughs>
0: That's
2: great. Yeah. Okay, next one's yeah. called WTF.
3: These are yours. Oh, these are
2: mine. This one's mine. Okay, here we go. Introduce Nora Durst. What's she going to say? She lost her entire family, Doug. She'll say whatever the fuck she wants to. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great clip. Here's the next one. What the fuck, Jill? Oh, yeah. Alana wanted that. (laughs) Alana wanted that. It's like the beginning where she's like... (laughs) (laughs) It's the
1: beginning where Jill elbows this girl on her... Sports team in the face, oh and it's yeah, like gushing yeah. blood, and she goes, oh fuck Jill?"
3: You can say field hockey, Alana.
1: Oh, I forgot what it was. Field hockey.
3: <laughs> you can say, you can say field. You hockey. can say you don't have to say sports thing.
1: Sports. <laughs> what the fuck, Jill?
2: <laughs> we can play that for when we're when we're upset with some mistakes Jill makes in the That's series. That's
1: fantastic.
2: Um, okay, this next clip is called Meatloaf.
1: This meatloaf's fucking spectacular. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is great. This Shit. one's yeah. This, this one's this called. This
3: is a good. This is a good cat for up for the first two episodes. This is a lot of. good Yeah,
2: clips. I think we're doing great. The next clip is called Dead. There's a dead dog in your trunk.
0: <sighs> <laughs>
2: great. This next one's called Hugs. Magic fucking hugs, <laughs> dude. These are gonna be great legendary these are, clips.
1: These are really great.
2: These clips are gonna come around. Magic fucking hugs.
3: <laughs> I feel like we gotta find our good morning.
2: <sighs> yeah, I know that might be it.
3: Magic fucking hugs. Um, all right. I don't I- want to force it. We'll let the we'll let the you know.
2: We'll let the dogs out. Who?
3: We'll let the dogs out, and then they'll decide.
2: Um. All right. Well, you guys ready for some uh, emails? Yeah. Dan's thoughts. Let's see if we got a Dan's thoughts. All right. Come on, Dan. All Dan right. Lucas. Dan's thoughts. Wait. We've got Dan's thoughts on the Ultimate Watchmen cut.
3: <laughs> I think we covered those in that email and that podcast. I got lost. Did we really? Yeah. Whoops. This is the part of the show where Steve tries to find the email song. (laughs) It totally
2: is. (laughs) No, we don't have Dan's thoughts, unfortunately, but Dan will get in here. He said he was going to do it with us, didn't he?
3: I think so. Come on, Dan.
2: Alright, let's just do let's just go to the email theme. Which okay. one's that? Is that this one? I don't give a fuck, Becca Goo. <laughs> Tell <Yep>. someone else. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Oh, is it this one?
3: <laughs> yeah, we might need all new songs.
2: Yes we do. <laughs> Maybe this is a good one. No, that's dance thoughts. What about this? That's dance thoughts. Clips. clips. No, that's clips.
0: Clips. Clips.
1: <laughs> good night. Oh my oh. god, that's incredible.
2: That one's nothing.
1: Have I not heard that before? Did you guys record that when I was gone? It
2: was no. It was an old it's stuff from the old days holy
1: shit i love it
2: okay let's do these emails huh let's let's see if we can get if we can breeze through these. i wanted to play some music for this but let's see if that might be too loud
3: is there a lot of emails
2: no no not at all okay, okay, okay. <laughs> not at all
3: good 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 good, good. okay We're...
2: so this one comes from jing zhang max tower not to
3: say good we love the emails <laughs> But it's late on Mother's
2: Day. Um, welcome back, y'all. Zhang says, hey, Alana, Brett, and Steve. I'm so happy that first time show's back. I just watched the first few episodes of Leftovers back when it came out, but never quite got into it. This podcast is going to finally get me in to finish it. Looking forward to the wild ride. Here's a little Leftovers fun fact for you. The Leftovers was a series that first came out in 2014, starring Justin Theroux as the lead, Police Chief Kevin Garvey. But did you know that the role was originally being played by one Sylvester Stallone? No. With this original casting, we were supposed to be introduced to the grumpy police chief from the very first scene of the show. I managed to find an audio snippet of this early production. (laughs) Please, I love the
1: setup. Please. Fantastic. <laughs> fantastic deep setup. That's storytelling.
2: Please play the attached audio file. Well, what do you say, kids?
1: Let's play Should it. Should we play it? Let's find out about this original of casting.
2: All right, here it is. Here's an original audio clip of Sylvester Stallone in The Leftovers. Sam? Sam?
0: Sam?
3: Are you hearing anything?
2: What the fuck? Where am I? <laughs> oh, Where's my family? Not? Oh wait, you guys can't hear it? No. no! Oh shit, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was I was listening to it to it and having a great time.
1: I thought he was laughing because we weren't hearing anything. No, no, no.
2: Sorry. Here we go. Here we go. Tell me if you guys hear this.
1: Yes. Sam?
0: Sam. Daddy! Where's my daddy? What the fuck? Where <laughs> am I? Where's my family? Where's my mom? Adrian. Where's my mom?
2: <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Where's my mom? <laughs> Where am I? What the fuck? Where's my family? Uh, Great stuff. Also, are parties in America usually like that? Super horny? Yeah, did you, Brett, did you ever go to a party like that? Where people were, like, burning themselves with hot forks and shit? Um,
3: I don't know about the hot forks, but I've been to parties like that.
2: Wow, really? Where you're, like... Hey, I spent a short that... period of
3: time suspended from high school for parties like that.
2: You went to a party where, like, you and that girl go in that room and choke each other and f- have sex. Um,
3: it was it was more innocent than that, but uh, it okay. was a different time. Alana,
1: not to that extreme in the way that that felt like a little bit involuntary, if that makes sense.
3: Like, yeah, we had like the seven minutes in heaven yeah.
2: closet. Yeah. We or like a, spin the bottle, right? You guys played Spin the Bottle. We
1: had similar levels of sex and other types of danger, but not ones that seemed as involuntary.
3: That was like We sp- did a lot more like truth or dare, Party in the Woods, shit like that. Yeah, they party were at play- the playing
2: they weren't playing Spin the Bottle. They were playing Spin the Anarchist's Cookbook.
3: I did I do like that that app. For spend the I know. Of I w- yeah, why cool. didn't they?
2: Why didn't they make that app in conjunction with the the make show? That I, app. You, you don't need to spin the phone though. Like the app, you, you can just, just touch tap it. it. Oh, yeah. that's fun. Well, that part made it kind of fun though, Brett. Anyway, um, no. So no parties in America. Not none of the parties we went to were really like that. And then he says, I will respect the format and watch two episodes weekly. Looking forward to finishing the series and getting my six-year-long questions answered. Love, Max. Same. Max, I'm with you. We're
3: going to answer. We we will answer every question.
1: We're going to the ants go marching in.
3: Um, We don't leave any threads left untied on this podcast. Beto
2: Guevara says, the leftovers notes from Madrid, Spain in lockdown.
1: oh first let's take a sip we gotta
2: juice up hello lovely boys and lovely lovely girl this is your boy Beto Beto I know this is a longer email than usual but I believe it is worth it and since I'm in Madrid in lockdown and have been for over two months it would make me very happy if you read it on the show we don't have any more time left thanks for listening guys (laughs) I'm from Venezuela, humble brag, but living that glamorous lockdown life in Madrid, Spain. I'm staying safe and chunky. Quote, unquote, safe and chunky is my favorite Capital Cities song. Anyway, I saw the show when it first came out, and I loved it. I don't remember a lot of it, so I'm watching it along with you and have a couple of notes on the first two episodes. There are also some sounds recommendations. Okay. He did like a dance Thoughts almost.
3: Oh, good. Okay.
2: Kevin's dad and
3: they're cu- they're coming for the throne.
2: <laughs> Kevin's dad's bare ass is my favorite character of the episode. Even better than dead dog. <laughs> <laughs> is it bad? I want Jill to break someone's nose at least once every episode. Oh my god! Alana's Jill. there with you yeah. during the sports.
0: <gasps> what the fuck, Jill?
2: Um, can that be a thing and they don't even acknowledge it like when Kramer comes in at the door on Seinfeld like a crazy person she just breaks someone's nose and keeps on walking ain't it nice when you walk by a picture every single day and it's fine but that one day comes when you go fuck it and I'ma elbow this four-cornered boy Spoiler, or I'm sorry, sound alert. Want to get stoned and play some ping pong?
3: Oh, I almost pulled that clip. When she's like, and by ping pong, you mean? And he's like, it's kind of like tennis.
2: <laughs> Whatever they gave that congressman, I need to snort it. This quarantine getting boring. Yeah, remember? <laughs> was it the congressman or was someone at the party who was snorting stuff? This meatloaf is fucking spectacular, we got that one. To be honest, I would also spend 12 hours a day just creeping on Liv Tyler if I had the chance. Sound alert, you mind if I jerk off? Optional, be my guest. Sound alert, so I mean you're gonna choke me or what? Are you gonna choke me or what? Yeah, we got it. So, I mean, are you gonna choke me or what? If you find- I like the
3: term sound alert.
2: Me too. <laughs> very esl uh if you find dead dog in your cop dad car trunk you don't just bury it without asking i think
1: that's what i said duh. yeah but they're just
2: like dumb kids that are like we gotta that's bury what this Steve dog said
1: i don't agree i don't think they're that dumb at all it's a small i feel
3: term. like i'd call my parent
1: me too i mean but she's this like be like pissed <coughs> at him
2: and
3: shit I dudley ask a
2: couple questions Dudley is in infidelity a shit name for a dog.
1: It definitely. He probably means definitely.
2: Dudley is definitely a shit name for a dog. I just remember I love Nora Durst and I love her too, and I also love her. <laughs> I'm from Venezuela and I fully respect your right to protest, but the guilty remnants are dicks, right? Yes. Yeah. Seeing Anthony Bourdain on the Remember the Victims Reel on the TV made me sad. Me
1: too. <laughs> oh, that was
2: yeah. raw. I also love that the entire cast of Perfect Strangers got... <laughs> got <laughs> departured.
3: That was probably a fun day. Like, who should be on there?
2: What if yeah. we just put the Pope on there? Shaquille I would O'Neal. Like, what
3: about Mindy from Mork and Mindy?
2: <laughs> um... Seeing Gary Busey on the Remember the Victims reel on TV made me chuckle. I would set up a hundred riots if it means Liv Tyler joins my crew. Okay, buddy, easy, easy, (laughs) easy. This dog-killing guy has so much tobacco on his mouth, he looks like he should run an Italian mob family. (laughs) Episode 102, sound alert, magic fucking hugs. Yeah, we got it. Magic fucking hugs. Charge my batteries with teenage girls is my favorite Nirvana song. (laughs) I too would love to make pancakes for Arwen. All right, buddy. (laughs) Pancakes for Arwen was at fantastic fest last year and I really enjoyed it. Nora Durst has a gun and I love her and I love her gun. I like Jill's friend, Amy. She likes sex and she don't care about anyone's opinion. She is caring for her friend Jill and she also wants to fuck her dad. She's the whole package. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Nora Durst can do whatever the fuck she wants and she knows it. Okay, I know Jill and Amy are cute and all, but you don't let someone just get in your car and drive it, especially if you are late for school. Big no-no. Uh-oh.
3: I'm not sure what to think about the Prius twins yet.
2: Yeah, I think they're great. I love them. I find them adorable and and innocent.
1: Yeah, innocent keyword.
3: I'll reserve my opinion. I'm re- reserve my right to.
2: They seem like the kind of boys that are real dumb, but will learn and are willing to learn to not be pieces of shit. Probably.
1: That's what a bunch of boys were like in high yes, school. exactly. They saw like a wild, manic pixie dream girl, and they were like,
2: "What do you I do to be near my you?" Car? Yeah. yeah. Totally 100%. drive my car.
1: That's like me and my girlfriends and so many boys. You
2: probably got to drive so many boys' cars I just when didn't you were like, well, can to. I drive your car?
1: I would much prefer them to drive me. But you so. could have. Yeah, maybe probably. You yeah. could
2: drive my car anytime you want.
1: I will hold on to that because every time we're in it, you're like, no, let me drive.
2: Oh, well, when <laughs> I want to drive you, but when you want to drive somewhere and you want to use my car, you could totally use it.
1: <laughs> okay, thanks.
2: <laughs> Don't take so me you the a see that in going. the car...
1: I can drive. Well, if I'm not in the
2: car, it's all yours, baby. Hit the road, Jack. And please come back. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh not not a cult sounds like something someone on a cult in a cult would say. I remember I eventually liked Tom's character, but my god, it's incredible how stupid he is. I bet he believes he is not in a cult. Which
3: one's Tom? Tom
2: is the son who is uh, protecting Holy Wayne's precious child.
3: The guy from Kaboom. Yes,
2: correct. No shirt shirt getting out of a car trunk coming from a shootout in a sex ranch. Definitely not a sketchy cult leader. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That scene when he's taking his shirt off too to just take it from him. What a weird moment.
3: Yeah. A strange, it's a strange uh, guy. Like, yes. a, a strange character.
2: I love how Patty and Kevin's wife were having a paper argument and everyone in the room knew it and were silently like, oh shit!
1: <laughs> I like that too.
2: Where's the bagel? Where's the bagel, Brett? What did you think? Did you think the bagels got raptured? The bagels got bit this isn't a, a copyright um, free song
3: i debated take <laughs> pulling the sound clip of the entire bagel machine interaction wait what where he's trying to find the bagel in the machine yeah it's a it's a like sound designers uh wet dream that oh whole right right <laughs> I, I hadn't thought about it oh okay I like that he asked if she took his bagel. I know,
2: I love that because <laughs> they also wanted to remind the audience that that was still something that happened, and that it, and that it's something that's kind of important.
3: Yeah, that's that lost shit though.
1: I love that he's kind of slowly going crazy or going something. Something's, Something's happening. Yeah. yeah, and I love it. It's and funny is if,
3: it because yeah, he's his dad crazy crazy? never put a bagel in there, and he's standing staring at the bagel machine.
2: No, while... he put a bagel in there. Did you see the last scene? What? He put a bagel in there. He yeah, f- I know. He fully put a bagel in there, and then it disappeared.
3: I'm saying if the show showed us what he was seeing, but he never really put a bagel in
2: there, right? But then in oh, the oh,
3: last
1: oh. scene, he finds the bagel. Remember? Wait, where? In the bagel machine.
2: He opens up the bagel machine, and in the then last he... scene,
1: he takes like a screwdriver, and he's like, he just un- sits takes, there it and takes it apart, takes it apart. And then he goes inside and he finds two hidden bagel slices, and you're like, yeah. "Oh shit!"
3: Hold on, I'm pulling it up. Oh shit! I don't remember this happening.
2: <laughs> uh oh.
3: Hold on. Was it the hold last on. scene? We, it's, the last scene? Yeah. Denied, sure. it's the
2: last scene. I think it's just the last scene. I think it's the last
3: scene. The last scene's the tree chopping, right?
2: Yes, it's just before that. Oh. All right,
3: hold on.
1: This is when Brett had to oh, go. Oh yeah, pee. okay.
2: <laughs> Brett went to pee. It's okay. Everybody's got to pee sometimes. Everybody's got to pee be the bed sometimes. Um, let's see. Sound alert! Big ba- big bald asshole shooting dogs somewhere. Police officer takes a picture of Liv Tyler and says it's a good one. Yeah, no fucking shit. Wow. Okay, you need to ease off the Liv Tyler stuff.
1: Yeah, getting a little. It's in. getting creeps.
2: creep show now. I love how Patty and Kevin's wife. Okay, we saw that. Where's the bagel? Oh, what did I just not read that one? The fuck is wrong with a man having hand cream? Bad look for my guy twin number two.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: This show really is, it dates itself in those moments for 2015. Dude, I 14, feel like
2: teenagers
3: still, still would say that
2: shit.
1: Teenagers, sure. Some, yeah. But he, it's not cool to say it anymore. He
2: would, he never would have let me do that when he was alive. Wayne, buddy, anything but a yes is a no. Huh? Which part's that from? I don't know. Something Holy Wayne said, I guess. Sound <sighs> alert. No shit. Oh, he's talking about when he kisses the dead guy. Oh, yeah, 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 Oh, that's right. That's, that's right. That's funny. That's true. Uh, Sound alert. No shit. The hot cop. Oh, right. <laughs> when Liv Tyler finds out.
3: Oh. Lori's. Oh, fuck. I wanted to grab that. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's a good one. Anyways, always nice to crack open a genuine Miller Draft with your crazy dog-killing tobacco bald friend. Sorry, not friend. <laughs> crazy dog-killing tobacco bald guy feeling lonely? Yeah, no shit. Where's the bagel? Is crazy dog-killing tobacco bald men real? I found the bagel. I'm not crazy, sir. This is a Wendy's. <laughs> live, t- live. Uh, first Tyler of all, can chop. Brought
3: Budweiser.
2: Oh, shit. It was Budweiser. Liv Tyler can chop my tree any day. Okay, that was it. I hope you guys got this email before we record the episode. Wow, that was a really long email. That was great. Yay.
3: I covered all the bases that we missed.
1: And I love Spain. Go Spain. I
2: I
3: missed when he found the bagel. I don't know how, because I... I might have been writing down a clip or some garbage. Some mm. unimportant shit.
2: Brett Priyanka Pierce sent an email. I don't give a fuck, Becca de Goo. <laughs> Priyanka, Pri- Priyanka Pierce says, hey, BBBBs. First of all, your announcement couldn't have come at a better time. I know I'm not the only one going through it during this quarantine. So thank you for bringing a leal joy for this three horn born gal. I've never seen The Leftovers before. I'm excited to respect the format with you all. The first two episodes were so cool and I'm hooked. Kind of weird how that one dude made out with the dead guy and then immediately asked for a hug, huh? So weird. Keep up the work, your friend, Priyanka Beard.
3: That's great. The band's getting back
2: together, guys. Priyanka's here, you guys.
3: She's She's right right here. here.
2: Charlie Breadstick sends an uh, an email saying, Hello, fellas. My name is Tinas. Much like the show itself, I'm going to start this email with a flashback. Late 2018, I watched the first episode of this show. Not long after, I hear that my favorite boys are going to do a podcast about it, so I wait. The files have sat unwatched on my computer of all this time. So, please believe me when I say I am incredibly relieved that you guys have finally got around to this show. Damn, did we mention it in 2018? I'm sure we did. Probably.
3: That sounds about that, tracks.
2: Anyway, I have a couple of clips for you guys if you want them. I don't know how they're going to work with this quarantine shit going on. Yeah, I'm probably just not going to play those. Thanks, Charlie. Better. Should people
1: not send clips?
2: No, no, they certainly should. It's just that it's we're like almost an hour and a half or over an hour and a half. Joe's Got gonna
3: it. be upset, Alana.
2: <laughs> Joe's gonna hit me again. <laughs> yeah. Guys, Per Morton Joe's gonna have
3: feedback.
2: Per Morton, Majol Carrion says, Hi, Steven and Brett, and Hi. Owen, you better be there, Owen Carter, and anybody else. Sorry to disappoint you. Can't believe we're finally doing the leftovers. I guess dreams do come true. I've seen this show too many times already. I stopped counting when I saw the first season for the fourteenth time. What? It's too many. And have introduced it to countless friends as well as my girlfriend, family, and and enemies. What the fuck? <laughs> I love this whole show with all my heart and cannot wait to experience it again with you all. Justin Throw and Carrie Coon were robbed every year. They didn't get any awards as was Mimi Leader, who is probably the best director on TV right now, solely based on her work on this show. That's all for now. I hope you're all well and safe, and I'll see you all later. Well, thank you there, Per Morton Mulcarian. Can you even believe Per Morton Mulcarian? I love he it.
3: Feels good. Feels good to be back.
2: Daniel, Echo Spider, says, Leftover Begins! Hi there, first-timers. First of all, I hope you're doing well. The question is, before I even watch the first two episodes, what were your thoughts or expectations going into this show, knowing the creative talent behind it whenever you first watched it, now or then? Take care, Daniel, 32 iPhones. Brett: Yes. Alana: Yes. D: Yes. Insert guest name here if applicable. Applicable. Yes. Apple. <laughs> Apple core.
1: Apple course.
3: I gonna... feel like we covered it, but Andrew, I was more Whitney. excited to watch it because of lost.
2: <laughs> yeah. Alana, yeah. do you have thoughts there?
1: Uh, I didn't pay attention to anyone who was making it. I just saw episode one and then was in.
2: Andrew Whitney. Now you know Peter
3: Berg was involved.
2: Now you know Peter Berg was involved. Yeah, Berg. The director of Lone Um, Survivor. Andrew Whitney sends an email saying, The Leftovers episode one, hello to whoever's on this season of the first time show. I hope Owen is there considering his cigarettes seem to have a bunch of cameos in this series. True, that's great. That's very funny. Maybe that's why Owen didn't want to do it, because he didn't want people to just bully him about smoking the whole time. Too late. It's all we did on I doubt he
3: thought that far into it.
2: Found a huge Easter egg relating to religion and the dogs in the first episode. Wait, is it a spoiler? Did you know that dog backwards is race car? (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Andrew. Um, Big Hubert sends an email saying leftovers one. What's going on, boys and guys? It's me, Oisen, and I've gone missing. First off, a quick guide on how to pronounce Oisen, not like Wasson. Anyway, <laughs> imagine you were pumping your chub into a fine piece of tail, and all of a sudden, K blammy, they vanish. I'd assume that my dick did that and I'd be too afraid to do any more banging for the foreseeable future. Anyway,
3: bye bye. It'd be hard not to think about it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Well, that's it for emails guys. We're done. Great place to end. It. We did it. <laughs> Brett, welcome back. I'm am so happy to be here. So we're we're gonna do we're gonna record these on Sundays. So if you want to okay. super respect the format, you can wait until Sunday to watch the next two episodes. But Otherwise, you can watch it
1: early if you want to put an email in.
2: Um. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Because we record in the evening of Sunday, and then these go up Monday morning. So we're gonna have to figure out how to make this workflow work when we're,
3: we're done work. with the leftovers are we gonna watch the kirk cameron version of left behind or the nick cage <laughs> <K's> version
2: <laughs> well we gotta end every series with a movie right so let's yeah, do let's do so, left behind.
1: kirk cameron i, mean, I leave sure. it up to the audience to, to dictate,
3: <laughs> kirk but.
1: cameron is on brand for
2: leftovers because of the religious stuff captain kirk cameron <laughs> ladies and gentlemen thank you so much what the fuck, for joining us on the return of the first time show we're watching leftovers thank you for listening don't forget we're going to be watching two episodes at a time and if you want to get your thoughts or questions or observations or sound clips to the show you can send those to the first show at gmail.com that's T H E F I R S T. T-I-M-E-S-H-O-W. The first time show at Gmail. (laughs) What a journey. Anyway, Alana, thank you for joining me. Any closing thoughts here? Thank
1: you for having me. I'm excited.
2: Yeah, me too. Brett, you feeling good? I'm feeling great. Who should we have on the show? A lot of people responded, uh, a lot of my friends responded to me doing this. And so I'm going to send them a little message and say, whatever your favorite episode was, let me know and we'll have a guest on. Just surprise us. It'll be so fun to have guests and so easy to have guests on here because it'll just be Zoom people. Do it like that
3: John Krasinski program and just be like, Here's Oprah.
2: I don't know what or who that fan. is, but I will think I'll consider it. Okay, good. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. Of course, you might want to go to YouTube.com slash The Valley Cast to watch the video version of this podcast. It's essentially just the three of us looking pretty sleepy. Uh, but so cute. But so cute and very well lit for – well, some of us anyway. But
3: uh, I I listen I professionally lit this.
2: (laughs) It looks great, Brett. It looks like David Fincher is directing a webcam girl. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, anyway, guys, thank you so much for watching and listening and we'll catch you next time on the first time show. Thank you guys.